Good morning. How are you, sir? Morning. Good morning to the world. I know. Where are you in the world? Are you in Connecticut? Are you close to We're Connecticut? We're in New York right now. Okay. Well, y'all got a little snow. <laughs> this is New York City. New York City. Got a little snow. <laughs> oh, snow. Yes. A little snow. How are you? Snow right outside the door. I'm good. How yeah. are you? So I, I already read. I read all your bio, and uh, I'm impressed because you are you are really what they call a Renaissance man. Uh, <laughs> we only have a short period of rent to rent our brain anyway. We might as well do the best we can with them. Well, you've done a lot. I mean, there, I don't think there's any creative outlet that you have not had your hands in. Is there any creative outlet that you think you haven't had your hands in? I think uh, I've touched on many things in my life as an artist. And um, as far as the art world is concerned, hopefully I did my best. I think, well, listen, when, 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 when the reviews come out and they say your band, you and your band are, 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 are one of the things that you ought to see before you die, that's saying something. Uh, my collaborators, they are quick to jump into the spirit of it. Because first, we are musicians. And secondly, we are serving a universal purpose. So once people is aware of serving that universal purpose, where other humans could come upon this earth and live on it peacefully in the best manner that they can. That's the only thing. We're just trying to spread the gospel on that. I love that. So how did you get here from from a little boy in Alabama to a a, a world-renowned artist? Uh, everything that I've done over my life, if you look back at, at the story of my life, it has always been about our water, our air, our humanities as the humans, and how we are responsible uh, for this mothership that we live on. This is one of the greatest planets that I, I think anybody has ever written about or ever tried to uh, finalize a discussion about it. This, this is one of the... But right now, it's in trouble. Our planet is very, very much in trouble. And we have to do our very best to to get it out of the quicksand fields of stupidity. Mm -hmm. And and do you think that art is the way to bridge that? Do you think art is the way to raise the awareness about what is happening on this planet? I think art is one human quality that has all the aspects to it. It's a talent. It's a skill development. It's a brain development. It's a thought development uh, purpose. It, mostly everybody that ever got into the art, they'll tell you, wow, my brain was totally enhanced after getting into the art or after seeing what everybody else was doing in the arts. When I when I started doing my works uh, and my works was chosen by the Lords of London to go to the Smithsonian in 1982, uh, 
I had an opportunity to go to Washington, D.C., and just two weeks we went and just visited as many galleries and museums that we possibly could. And to see the amazing things in a worldly order surpassed what I had seen through my viewing the National Geographic's and encyclopedias, the the pictorial information that I saw. It was like, wow, okay, this is what human brains is capable of. Let me let me go back home to Alabama. Let me do my very, very best with what I have. And I didn't have nothing but old burnt uh, foundry material, something that had been set on fire. It was it had been intensely burned. So the spirit of what I was working with and who had worked with that gave me an opportunity to become that, as Mr. Avon Van Hoy said, you are the cornerstone that the builders are going to reject. And they rejected me. They rejected me wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So, so when you think about your life and the, and the stuff that, the, uh, and all the creativity that you've got to do, even in spite of, you know, growing up in, in Alabama and, and in a hard, hard, you know, the, the kids prison camp growing up in that, um, how, how did art find you? How did you find art? Well, one thing, let's get back to Alabama Industrial School for Negro Children. And let's get back to that era when the children had to take the plan, place of their parents and their grandparents because the dogs and the fire hoses was turned on them uh, on slick pavement. The pavement was like grease, lightning. And when a person got hit with those fire hoses and wearing leather shoes, they they slipped and, and it was more broken than was was reported. It was so many incidents that, that was occurring to us for the right to have our rights. Those were the first protesters. And I, in a sense, I think I'm continuing to be that uh, uh be that symbol of what could come out of that. Not not in a mean boy. Because Bull Connor ordered all the children to be put into whatever he said, I don't give a damn. We ended up in Alabama and for Negro children and many other more incarcerated camps and things around uh, um, in in the state of Alabama. Mm. So what were you first, a musician or a, a material artist? I think I, I was a material artist before I became a said recorded musician, but I were a, I were a, one would say, if you say, what did I plunder in? What did I study? <laughs> Where did I come from? Maybe at one and a half after being taken away from my mother and placed into this other uh, atmosphere of living 
like the state fairground going around with a burlette dancer from one and a half until I turned four, being able to see all of these different venues that was being put on exhibit, everything was being put on exhibit. People were bringing their wares and their tears and their do's and their dons and what had been done uh, to receive blue ribbons. I was studying these materials at a little bitty boy, as a little bitty boy. I was crawling through the sewer pipe. I was doing all the things that, that I was in the muck of it. I was in the muck of it. When I went to see the animals, I visited the animals and had my playful time looking at what had been created. See, when I get a chance to see what the creator really have created, and then you'll see it. I did a song called I Woke Up in a Fucked Up America. Uh, not so much of saying ugly things about uh, how we are living, but how were our ancestors living? What was the treatment? Uh, 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 one would have to just uh, become a disciple. He, he or she would have to break down my characteristic uh, words, how I put those words in place. Get a better understanding of what I'm trying to say to us, the humanities, about how we struggle to be who we are. Mm. So who who influenced you? Like when you think about who inspires you, who influences you, who who do you listen to, who do you admire? I admire my grandmother for one thing, because mm-hmm. she got me out of Alabama Industrial School for Negro Children. I probably would have ended up staying there until I got old enough to be sent to a bigger prison, and I probably would have because I was lost in the system. So many, so many students. Our children get lost in the system. It's not that we are looking at kidnapping the way that we need to look at it. We're not looking into the lost and found and say, that belongs to me. I come back to claim it. So I sing about how the spirit comes back to claim us. My grandmama, uh, my mother's father, came to claim me. My father just had died when I was 12. I was in Alabama Industrial School for Negro Children, not even knowing who my father were. But my grandmother knew Lonnie Bradley Holly, not Tonkin McElroy. She had no affiliation with Tonkin McElroy. She didn't know nothing about little Tonkin's life. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So having those two identities, or having those untrue identities put upon you, this is the reason why I tell all of the critics, if you're going to criticize somebody, keep a record of it and don't edit out the wrong thing. Right now, we don't need no one telling a lie about the way that we live. We lived because our grandparents lived and our parents lived it. They lived it a very, very cruel life. Our lives has been made better because of the digital. That's what I try to sing about. Our lives are so much better now. We can receive information by calling Google or calling Siri or just taking a thumb or a finger and swiping and learning how to go online and get that information. We are fortunate as the humans. But if we do not appreciate 
letting our children know as students, you are in one growing nation. In order for us to be the best nation on earth, we have to keep, we have to keep attending. Mm -hmm. We have to get up, get out of the crap, get out of the foolishness, stop all the, the plan on time. You mean this time is a privilege. Time is a privilege to our human brain. If we don't want to learn it, if we don't want to learn it, then the consequences is unto us. The consequences is one we pay with hard style living, hostile living. We're running around cursing each other, we're hating each other. We don't know how to treat each other. We are abusing each other mentally. Mentally, we are abusing each other. We are just stepping on each other's emotions. How can I, I? I did this song last night, and I did it, and I will do it again. How can I sing you a love song, Grandma? How can I sing you a love song when so many things is distracting me? It's keeping me from coming up with my lyrics. My lyrics have to be thought about every time I'm making a new piece. I'm into that ocean of thought, characterizing, characterizing, coming up with a what's going to be. Mm. And that's the kind of brain that I have. And I'm sorry if everybody gets jealous about me or whatever else that's happening in my world or in the art world or in the music world. But Dr. King, and his, his birthday is, is soon, he say, be the best that you can be. Be a king or a queen at what you do. Find yourself in demand. As they say, oh, he's trending now. He think he's this, he think he's that. Because he's all out there like that. But I'm singing on the behalf of Mother Universe and every one of her humans that is participating in a lifestyle, any lifestyle, we're participating in it. Mm. Mm. So I understand from reading about you that when you create new work, new music, new songs, new lyrics, um, that they they change from from that you never kind of do the same song twice. Is that accurate? Uh, I don't think anything that has been able to come out of my brain has been the same because the brain don't work like that. We try to force it to work like that. Or the way that we do that, we write it. And we keep rereading it, rereading it, rereading it, rereading it, rereading it. Not rethoughtsmithing it. Rethoughtsmithing it is 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 more precious than rereading it because you gotta think about what you said. You gotta put it in another order. You gotta break it down. You can look at my life as that child that grew up at the Alabama uh, State Fairground. I'm seeing every tent. I'm seeing every part of the fair being broken down and put back up again. I'm seeing every animal that is pinned in being brought out of those pens and put onto those boxcars and taken on down the rail, mm. taken on down. And that's our life. 
everything that we're doing, whether people want to approve of me saying it or disapprove of me saying it. In this digital age, everything that we almost is doing is going to the cloud. And the cloud is our cages. The mm. cloud is our exhibit spaces. The cloud is where we will finally get our blue ribbons. I may not get I may not get any more awards because I'm one of those persons that I got the wrong skin. <laughs> I did a song called Without Skin. I always do things honoring my grandmother or honoring the humanity. If I rip my skin off, would it make it better for those that have to look at me? If I could tear up the word Negro, if I could take it off my birth certificate, if I could take it off all the birth certificates that had been passed out during that period, if I could take those words that hurted us, that wounded us, that killed many of us, put us in our grave, or as a lot of us didn't even have a grave to go in because there wasn't a lot of insurances back then. It wasn't a lot of things orchestrated from our grandparents. My grandparents was in World War One. My daddy was in World War Two. So automatically, there was a grave bought for me somewhere. But when somebody, insurance company, goes out of business or uh, go bankrupt, how can they do that to people? You don't took up all of these people' money, funds, and everything that has been made available for the burial of their offspring. We were shucked and jived and pulled every kernel of corn off the corn cob. We was done. <laughs> you see how easy it is for my words to come together, sister? Mm-hmm. I do. Because I don't play with them. It's a spiritual thing for this to be happening for me. Oh, I love it. So what what's left for you or what's next for you to accomplish in in your creativity? I think right now, what's happening now is the unfolding or the opening of the books. The opening of the books that William Arnett created uh, to show our style, to show our purpose, to show who we were and why we was born in the era that we was born and why this stuff that they call their trash, garbage, and debris is now ending up in every museum and is going to end up in every museum around the world, at least the book formation of it, because the art is not going to hit the flow. It's not going to go on the wall, but the books will get there. The mm -hmm. books will go into every library, not only the Library of Congress here, in America, but every library throughout the world will have uh, access to this information. And the information then will be uh, digitally uh, componented where it can be in digital files. And anytime anybody got ready in the future, all they would have to do is just search. It, it, the term, asked and it shall be given. <laughs> that was a biblical term. Asked and it shall be given. We and our ancestors have asked through their prayers for a time like this to come along. But if we're going to be abusive to these times 
and act like we just don't care. We act like we just don't care. We'll go party. Oh, we're going to party like we're going to party like it's partying. Yeah, I can <laughs> sing a good night nice song now. Uh, we can drop it like it's high. We can scoff it all down and all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? From the Rudy Titty Tootie, everything has already been characterized. <laughs> like that, doctor. I know I, you. I, Thank I, you. Listen, I, I, I mean, when you're a true Renaissance man, you know something about a little bit about everything, right? So, so I know you would know popular music and not so popular music, and it would, you know. You'd have an opinion about it, so you'll be here on the uh, on the eighteenth. Your show starts at seven thirty. It's Lonnie Holly and the Morning a Black Star. Is that right? Is that how I say that? Black Star. Yes, yes. When we cry about what has happened, that that's that's what that uh, my friend uh, Matt Arnett was mentioning this morning. Say, so you remember when you go went to the morning bench and you was mourning your day. You was uh, there to uh, celebrate that you have this life to live, but you had to get on the morning bench and you had to wait to the spirit die within you. You had to sit right there. And sometimes those tears just start flowing and you didn't know where they were coming from. But that's when the spirit had, had took over. That's when you, when you got up from that, you couldn't do nothing but speak, speak it, say it, sing it, dance it, cook it, whatever way those talents and skills hit us. Mom, I, all I can say is mom, 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 mom. And see, that's where that old me, old my came from. And the old me, old my by my grandmother, by my mother, mama having 27 children out of 32 pregnancy. What woman could could even bear such a uh, uh, a mental load? She kept on giving it right to the spirit. She mm. kept giving it right to the spirit. Every time she delivered one baby, it was a choice of babies. If you could look at all of our family history, it was a choice of babies. The spirit had to choose somebody to invest in. It's like you. You're not just there for a reason. And I love those are uh, the the back in the day they call them uh, hair picks that you got on your ear. But they oh. look like ball. Yes. <laughs> it's not about. That's a good eye. They are That's symbols. Yes, they are very much so. Yes. Thank you for noticing. Thank you. So, well, it is a pleasure to talk to you this morning. And it is, I'm looking forward to your show. Um, I hope I can get to see you. And uh, uh, because, listen, you're one of the 30 bands that I must see before I die. So here's my opportunity. <laughs> I think you're looking right at me right now. <laughs> so you can say, I saw him before I died. Before he died. <laughs> it's a way we have to characterize everything. You're listening at me right now. So there ain't no way for you to say, I didn't hear him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just may need to go Google it. You know, 
the whole thing is we have to be appreciative for what we have, and we have a great brain that's going on, and should I say growing on, as we grow through whatever these are, are um, captivating us, uh, tempting us, or uh, misusing us, abusing us, whatever else. Uh, I just hope that the administrators around the world have a administrators conference <laughs> because of what I sing and what I and how I put my words. Administrate conference. <laughs> I like that. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Mr. Holly. Thank you so much. I would Enjoy. give you both. I would give you both thumbs up where you can say he put them thumbs up. Thumbs up for it. my birth, and I'm looking forward to serving the purpose. Thank you so much. Enjoy the have rest a, of your day, sir. Have a great day. Thumb, thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, Harry Jones, play us out. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Thank you so much.